0: To the new sports podcast after OT. My name is uh, Andy Roach. Um, I'm from West Virginia. Of course, I will be your host. My favorite sports teams, I do not have a basketball preference currently, I'm a Hawaii fan. Uh, my favorite NFL team would be the Pittsburgh Steelers, and my favorite baseball team, Cincinnati Reds. And I would like to introduce uh, my guest right now, Kalen.
1: Uh, hi, I'm Kalen. I am from Texas, but I originally grew up in Seattle. My favorite NFL team is the Seattle Seahawks. My favorite basketball team is the Milwaukee Bucks. And my favorite um, favorite baseball team is the Seattle Mariners.
0: All right. First, Caitlin, I'm going to bring up uh, Trey Young's performance recently. Um, it was on, of course, a little bit ago, March 2nd. He actually, right. uh, I'm pretty sure he scored, uh, what, 40-some points? That game, that
1: game. Something like that. Yeah, but... Um, He's been on a pretty recent tear, actually. Um, let's see. Uh, in his last – two of his last three games, he he scored 49. And against the Timberwolves, he also scored 36. So, I mean, all the doubters at the beginning of the season are starting to look um, kind of silly. I mean
0: – Now, the trick with Trey Young is, do you think he's going to take over Luka Doncic's spot for uh, MVP? Not MVP, but uh, – MVP. My <laughs> bad, but uh, Rookie of the Year.
1: Uh no, I mean I haven't really seen Luca doing much lately. Um, but I mean, Trey. I mean, Trey Young's been good, but I don't. I think his inconsistency at the beginning of the season is going to be the reason why he will not get it over Luca.
0: Well, after after following the All Star break, action, I'm pretty sure he's shooting uh, roughly around forty percent from three. Let's
1: see. Forty plus percent from three. Yeah. That's um. Break. I mean. I don't know. I think Luka Johnson is still, in my opinion, he's the favorite to get the Rookie of the Year just because of his overall consistency. I mean, he's averaging he's also, twenty-one he's, a game.
0: He's also more of a well-rounded player when it comes to the aspect of you know, just all-around basketball. He can pass, he can rebound, he can shoot, he can score. He's just an overall well-developed player, while He exactly. still has some spots to work on. Uh, I think his shots going to come to him. I think his passing ability is pretty nice. If you saw the All-Star break in the Rising Stars game. But I do think he needs defense and consistency still. But uh, besides that, I think he's going to be a great young player. Tom.
1: One thing I do have against this game, though, besides his defense, obviously, is his shot selection. I mean, he's shooting a lot of shots like deep from the, like, from the logo. I mean, I saw a shot um, – on one of these highlights, where it was against the it was against the Bulls, and he he pulled a shot from the logo, he made it. But like you can't you can't consistently shoot that. He has to like he has to like I don't know. I mean, he just shoots some wild shots, and I think it's not going really to help his team in a lot, man.
0: Yeah, as we call that, that is the uh, Lamella Ball tactic. For
1: the- <laughs> exactly.
0: Half court. All right, next topic we will be talking about the Celtics and their up and down. <clears throat> so far and they've actually recently beaten the Wizards, one oh seven and ninety six in a four game losing streak. What was that? The Celtics beat the Warriors, uh, Wizards one oh seven to ninety six in their 4 game slide or losing streak.
1: I mean, I'm not really sure how I feel. I mean the Wizards aren't that good of a team, not gonna lie. I mean
0: Well it's because Wall's injured that's probably the main reason why they won to be honest with you. But Besides being – I don't I don't try to hate on the Celtics because they are a good young team, but I also feel like Kyrie Irving in that team doesn't fit as well as we all think or as people think in general. I think he is going to leave the team in the off season, and honestly, I think that's going to be a good thing for the Celtics. Maybe they can get their stuff together.
1: Well, who would be there? Do you think they would, like, go for another, like, point guard or, like, if they lost Kyrie?
0: Remember, there are some free agents, uh, actually, in the offseason. Um, I'm not totally correct about I'm not totally sure about this, but uh, has D'Angelo Russell been given? extension an
1: Okay. I mean, pretty sure. D'Ang- I think D'Angelo Russell might be a restricted free agent. Restricted? Yeah. But, I mean, Kemba's coming up this offseason. season.
0: it just depends also if the uh, Hornets are actually going to you know, offering any money or not, which you
1: know it's MJ. He's probably going to offer him money, but I doubt he's going to give him the supermax. Right. Um. Let's see. I mean, one player that's been interesting to me. Um. He's not necessarily a star or anything, but Emmanuel Mudiay has shined pretty decently on the Knicks. They could maybe come in fill fill a role either backup, um, Terry Rozier maybe, or potentially start for them. He's been good, in my opinion. Now,
0: also when speaking. Kyrie, and we're talking about other superstars that are becoming free So is Kevin Durant, and so is Clay Thompson.
1: Ooh, I mean, that could be. I personally don't see. Um, I think, I think, um, one of them will definitely stay on the team. I definitely think it'll. I have a feeling that, um, Kevin Durant, though, he might want to have his own team. Maybe go to the Knicks. I've heard rumors a lot about that a lot. But I've also heard about um Clay Thompson potentially going to the Lakers um, if they if the Lakers were willing to um, shovel him that money, max contract. Now, my problem is overall, what are you saying?
0: My problem is with the uh, NBA offseason and everything that's going on. I feel like there's going to be more super team, like super teams on the rise. Like, the Warriors, even without Kevin Durant, you got to remember, they went, what is it, 73 and 9? Yeah. Like, they still have the talent. <laughs> but I don't know if they lose Clay Thompson, what could happen.
1: I mean, that's their splash brother right there. I mean, without, I feel like there's definitely going to be a big, um, like, there's going to be a big change. So I feel like what would happen is, if they don't sign, like, another shooting guard, I feel like what, they, what would happen is that they might even slide Quinn Cook over to the two. He's short, but he's a similar shooter in a way to Clay Thompson. Honestly, Klay Thompson is the better shooter because it's Klay Thompson. Come on. But um, I feel like there will definitely be some, like, chemistry issues um, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely don't
0: think they'll be as, uh, as much of a powerhouse next season due to the fact that they'll possibly be losing two of the best players.
1: Another free agent actually would be, um, and for the Warriors, also DeMarcus Cousins is also – Going to be a free agency because he only has that one year deal, and that could be that could be big because like he he's only averaging fourteen points a game right now, fourteen and seven. But I mean, this is this is also like right after his injury, so if he stays on the Warriors, they could maybe afford to lose Clay Thompson if if Cousins can go similar to what his he used to be.
0: While I do agree with that, I still think Clay Thompson is one of the most uh, un, one of the most overrated defenders, but yeah, he's still a great player, you know. He's still right. the person that can explode one game and like win you a game.
1: Don't get wrong with that. I mean I think that he really is just like a in my opinion he's just a um like a glorified like he's a better Kyle Corver in a way. I mean I think because he doesn't dribble much. He, you've, I've seen some of these videos. Like he's he scored 60 and dribbled like four times or 12 times or some low number like that. And you see these like how much is it? Um, is a player that just stands in the corner or, like stands at the three point line just to shoot threes? It yes he's valuable on defense. He's a little overrated on defense, but he's still a, a really good defender. But how valuable can he be if he's just going to be? I mean, just a shooter.
0: A system player, either, but I do think he excels in the system that the Golden State Warriors have, like coming off the screen and shooting. I mean, that that could be a big factor to his success. Yeah.
1: Well. I mean, he definitely. I don't think he would ever be able to lead his own team. He'll definitely always have to be a second or third option. If you like for Lakers, if he went there, he'd be the second option because LeBron's there. Um, but I don't think he could ever go to a team like the like the Bulls or not the Bulls a bad example, but I don't think he'd go like. I'm trying to think of, like, a bad team here. That would, like, he'd be, like, their number one player. Um, I don't know. Can you think of any teams?
0: Well, I mean, to be honest with you, he can go to the Bulls, the Suns. You can still go there. I mean, I think he has the ability to play the three or the two. Nah, yeah,
1: he know. can play the three. He's six seven.
0: Okay, next up, um, I want to mention, lower on the topic of free agency and money and everything, uh, Eric Kolletsa signing a four-year, seventy million dollar contract. With the
1: Bucks extension. Um, I mean, I personally, I do like the move. Actually, he hasn't been like insanely good or anything, but um, I mean, he's averaging like sixteen a game right now, which is definitely not bad. I think he, I feel like the, I feel like the Bucks would have been in contention for, like I said earlier, like a Kemba Walker type of player, where they. I mean, who I think is better than Eric Bledsoe.
0: Now, while I think that it's, like, it's a good idea to keep Eric Bledsoe, at the same time, you got to remember he crumbled last season when it came to Terry Rozier and his in the Celtics. So that's going to be an interesting situation over there in Milwaukee. I mean, I, I'm rooting for them because I am a Giannis fan, even though he does need to develop a jump shot. I
1: like Giannis, but yeah.
0: Okay, uh Fry is actually, you know, Channing Fry from the Cavaliers is actually intending to retire at the end of the season. Okay. I mean, I personally, I'm a big fan of Channing Fry. I mean, not not as a player technically, but more as a gay like, person. Like, Channing's just an overall funny person. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram or anything, but he is a funny dude. And he's a good guy. So, I mean, he is getting up there, so I understand
1: I mean, yeah, he is 35 right now. He'll be 36 in May. So, I mean, but yeah, I, I wish him the best, to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, he's – obviously, he's not like anything like what he used – I don't know if he was ever – I honestly never watched Chain Far that much. Um, but I don't – he was not, obviously never what he probably was when he was younger. But, I mean, he still is a decent shooter. I mean, he could still – in my opinion, he could still find a role on a team if he was if he wanted to. I mean, just the other day, he against the Pistons 20 minutes, 8 eight points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2, 5, and 3. Not bad.
0: Yeah, he is a good role play. I still think he has a jump shot, too. And he has the ability to defend one of the bigger
1: dudes. Uh, I think it's a. Hey, guess, oh, you have anything? No, go ahead. Speaking of the
0: Bucks. And do you think that's a good move? Do you think it's
1: a good signing? Um I mean, Pavisall is also very old, thirty eight years old. I mean, I really don't know how much he can do. I think if anything that um the Bucks are signing him for like a veteran presence just to like show like really lead some of these younger players that are on the team. I mean like Malcolm Brogdon, like it's the players like that. I mean, even even Giannis, in a way, because Giannis is still pretty young. He's obviously a, like a superstar, but like, Giannis doesn't have a ton of exposure in the playoffs like Pau Gasol does. I mean, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, I, I think he'll be good on the team. I think he'll be a good fit. I think he'll be, that it'll put him in a better situation of making a playoff run and a chance of another ring. Of course, since he had one ring with Kobe. I, I, I like Pau Gasol, he's passing big men. I mean, personally, I think he's had a better career than the brother, but people can debate that with me and, uh,
1: personally back as well. I just, uh, think that's pretty
0: true. Uh, I wish a block with the Bucks. And honestly, I think as long as it's a veteran's minimum it's a good What are you idea. saying?
1: As long as it's a veteran's minimum it's a good idea. No, I, I agree. I mean I don't think it'll ever I don't think it'll do anything crazy, but I mean it'll definitely be a I think it'll definitely be serviceable for the um Bucks if they do end up signing him.
0: Next Up is Zion Williams. I know that's a little bit off topic and a little bit uh, premature, but I mean, personally, I think Zion's going to be a great player in the NBA. He has—he's built he's been bigger than LeBron. He's built like he should be in the NFL, personally.
1: Right. He looks like he should be like a tight end or something, or a linebacker. Do you,
0: you, you think he's going to be number one overall pick? Do you think he'll succeed in the NBA?
1: Um. Well, I—I I don't think there's any question. He will be the number one overall pick. But um, I think it really depends on what team he gets on. I think if he – right now it's most likely Knicks or Suns that are going to get him because they both had the worst records in their respective divisions but, um, or respective conferences. Um, but I think if he goes to the Suns, I mean, I, I don't know how much I, I see him succeeding on the Suns. I mean, recently I've seen the Suns blow some really good opportunities. I mean, with Josh Jackson last year, he, was, he looked really good. Or not like insane, but like he averaging like eighteen a game. He was he was doing his job, playing good defense. But this year they haven't even played him that much, and like they're really like wasting his potential. You know, I feel like I feel like Zion is a much player, player better better player than Josh Jackson. But I do feel as if he would be his potential would be like lost a bit if he won the Suns. But I think if he won the Knicks because like there's, I mean, I think he could be a perennial superstar if he goes on the Knicks. Yeah,
0: my thing is about the Knicks with their young talent, especially recently, is because, um, personally, I thought Kevin Knox would be decent in the NBA. I, I didn't, like, I, mean, I don't really watch him because I college career, but, I mean, he is a taller dude. He's like, sure he's around 6'9", 6'10". Right. And, I'm just worried that, hopefully, I don't think they would, but hopefully they don't set him like the Kevin Knox. Hopefully, if they do get the number one pick, that they claim, they give him this time, and I'm hoping he turns out to be the next LeBron. As long as he can shoot and take a decent jump shot, learns how to shoot more three, consistently, I
1: think he'll be a superstar. No, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, he's six. He's listed at 6'7 on here. I just, but um, I feel like that might be off. What do you think? Oh, I know. I mean, he's massive.
0: It, re- it really doesn't matter too much about his height because honestly, his muscle and his, his overall like, fit is—he's going to dominate people. In the
1: well, what I'm thinking is, if he's taller than six seven, he could potentially um, play power forward. If he gets like for the Knicks example, if he could, he could play power forward to give Kevin Knox a small forward, or if they get KD in the offseason, they get him, and it's a potential lineup of Kyrie. Whoever their shooting guard is. Um, um, and then KV, Zion Williamson, and then I don't even, uh, DeAndre Jordan. That sounds kind of deadly to me.
0: Um, now, speaking of teams tanking in a way to draft picks and to you know, raise the drafts up, uh what, what are we going to do about the Lakers? They're <laughs> up and down season, and mostly down season be honest with
1: you. I mean LeBron I love LeBron. He can he can usually lead the same well, I don't know if he can actually lead this team I mean like I'm with you. I like LeBron. I think he's a top three player all time. Uh debate we'll debate about that order some other time. Um but um I think that the Lakers I mean losing to the Suns really hurts them a lot. I mean that's that was a big blow to their potential chances of making the playoffs. I mean, and I looked at their their schedule, like their next like their next 10 games include the the Nuggets, Celtics, Raptors, Bucks, and then some smaller games against the, the Nets, Kings and Wizards and Bulls, but there's some hard matchups in there. And LeBron, I mean, as great as he is, he, I mean he's he's averaging like 30 and 12 right now. He's doing his part, but I don't see the rest of the team pulling their weight. To help him. And I don't see, because of that, I don't see them make the playoffs.
0: I think the second best player on the team currently is Cal Cusma. Brandon's inconsistent. Lonzo's always injured. I mean, I just don't think they have the pieces this year. I think it'd be better for them to actually tank them and try to make a playoff push. Because if they're to make a playoff push, and, like, they're not going to make it, and they're just going to end up having the worst pick than they could have had, to be honest. With you. I, don't, I don't support tanking necessarily, but at the same time, they,
1: they need to help I mean I don't necessarily support the idea of tanking either just because the fact they've already tried to get they're already like they were already on the major push trying to this playoffs. so I'm I'm almost thinking why stop now like no matter what happens like I'm I mean I don't know how likely it is to make the playoffs if they if they try to go for, like a late season push but I think they there's no point in stopping now because like they're not gonna they're gonna get like 10 to 15 range if they if they in a way start tanking.
0: I mean taking in mind of that, 10, 10 isn't a bad pick. At the same time, if you want to get a good player, you need to be in that top 5 range personally.
1: Yeah, which they are not getting top 5 because they have like
0: the Cavs and the
1: Knicks and Suns you have to worry about.
0: Yeah, there there's a lot of teams in the East and West actually. Mhm. I have Giannis still over Harden. Not by a lot, but just barely. From the way that the system is played and the way that the games are played. Because Harden gets the ball, he his is his position just the same. I mean, the man is the pure school on the team. I think, personally, that Giannis is making his team better. And personally, they're first in the East, and that shows how, like, valuable he is to that team. I mean, the
1: Rockets... They're middle of the division currently. Well middle, right. of
0: comp- middle of the conference middle of the conference. in the playoff season. So I
1: think Giannis is ahead of Harden in the M V P race, but I mean, never No, I I think I definitely play. agree. I mean Harden is averaging this scene like thirty seven points per game, which is but I mean, he's only averaging that like honestly I think he could he could do similar numbers on another team, but I think the team is surrounded around him. It's similar with Giannis, but Giannis is like Giannis like fits into his role where like or not necessarily that but like he um kind of hard to explain but he he's more of a team player I guess you could say um but another option actually which I put James Harden above um I put Giannis above James Harden and then I have Paul George right underneath James Harden because um I mean despite their like the Thunder's like re- recent losing streak where they lost like one two three four games in a row um. I mean, Paul George has been pretty insane this season. I mean, he's really like, in my opinion, he's taken that number one role away from um, away from Russell Westbrook from this team. I mean, Russell Westbrook's obviously the lifeblood of that team. He's, they're walking triple double. They're whatever, but I mean, he has not been insane for me. I mean, or he, he has been pretty insane. My bad. He's been insane, but I don't. I still have Giannis about James Harden and Paul George. Of course, I've been on. So, be you.
0: so as, you know, uh, course, as you know, it's about to be the beginning of the MLB season. And there's, we're still on screen games, of course. And early predictions are that the Phillies are probably the favorite for winning it all, just because of their signing this offseason. That's so in price, I refer to that $330 million contract.
1: Uh, what do you think about that $330 million? What do I think about what? Uh, Bryce Harper's $330 million contract. It's a lot of money. Um, I mean, I think that it's a great signing because Bryce Harper is probably top five player in the MLB. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it definitely puts them as one of the favorites to get to the World Series, let alone win it. But um, I don't know. It's a lot of money, and I don't know how much I agree with it.
0: I would say drama queen I mean as you know I don't know if you saw the clip or not but uh, in an interview his first interview that he had he actually said down and said I've always wanted to
1: bring a title to you I mean mm-hmm. yeah I saw that but I mean
0: I, I think he's in it for more of the money than anything but the only thing is that I'm worried about for the Phillies especially is that 13 years is a long time to be playing the fans on this point mm-hmm. Of money for a person that's going to be getting old eventually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because he's – how old is he right now? He's like 26, 20 – what is he? Oh, yeah, he's 26. So, in 13 years, that puts him at 39 years old.
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty old. I mean, we have seen baseball players make it to that age, but usually unless you're part of the you do make it that far.
1: And he definitely won't be anywhere near what he is now at 39. So. No, no, he'll probably be ready to retire at 39. Yeah, no, for sure. Um,
0: so next we have uh, Kershaw, actually. like Kershaw has been in the um, He is still not throwing but because of his shoulder. But he is saying that his shoulder is becoming better and that they expect him to be back for the season. So Who
1: is he- this? Clayton Kershaw. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't really. I mean, um,
0: it's, it's not as big as news, but at the same time, I mean, it, it is Clayton Kershaw. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, potentially the best pitcher I hope in the league. He's
0: not injured. I hope he gets better for the season because he is probably the best pitcher in the MLB. So, I,
1: mean, like, I mean, yeah, and he's just fun to watch, too.
0: Uh, Next up would be Royals. uh, Perez, as you would know, uh, injures his UCL and could actually miss the entire season. Mm. That's rough for them. Because actually, uh, the Royals actually made some changes, but (laughs) I I still don't know if they could do a lot. Because Salvador Perez, he, he is, he was the possible MVP of the 2015 World Series, and it's just the rough thing for the Royals. I still don't think they're as close as they was in the past after they won the World Series a couple of years ago. I don't think they're going to be the same. I don't think they're in the race for the World Series, but...
1: No, I don't either. I think they've definitely fallen off since since then. They're definitely, like... I mean, I don't watch the Royals at all, but... um. It's definitely. It is sad to hear about Salvador Perez. Uh,
0: now, in my personal news uh, with Cincinnati Reds, as you know, they made a bunch of additions in the off season, such as, uh, as you know, Matt Kemp. They made a the trade for Matt Kemp, and also Yasiel Puig. They added other players like Tony Gray. The team is looking a lot different, and it's looking like a lot better. The only thing that worries me at all is that, like. Being being a Reds fan, the division is pretty rough with the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals. And... Yeah. What do you think about the Reds, their additions, and how they will be this upcoming
1: season? I mean, it is that's obviously like that's, I was actually shocked to hear the Yost deal, um, signing. Um, but I think they could be really good. I don't know if they're necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say they're competitors. I mean they're competitors but I don't think they're, I don't think they're in the favorites to make it to the World Series and win it like the Phillies are with Bryce Harper now.
0: Now I think the Reds are gonna be a lot better than they were. As you know, it's hard to get pitching in the Cincinnati since it's a smaller ball ballpark and it's a hitter friendly ballpark. That's why it's easier to get some of the better hitters there than just not the pitching. So I believe they'll be a lot better than I think they had, they had sixty some wins last season. They'll be a lot better, and I could see them possibly making a wild card, but I I wouldn't quote me on that. They still have a way to go. They still need to be pitching right, and
1: yeah. They're definitely taking good steps to get to where they need to be.
0: They are making moves for the first time in years. so (laughs) So that's positive. All right. um, Now, I mean, do you need to mention
1: about the Mariners? What did you say? Um, still no moves, which is honestly not that shocking. But yeah, um, we did sign Ichiro to a minor league contract. I mean,
0: I've
1: uh, always been a bad fan of Ichiro. It's just, he's always- oh, I love Ichiro. He's my easily favorite player I've ever, that or King Griffey Jr. But of course, they both have a special place in my heart. Yeah, well, King Griffey Jr. is red
0: too, so I mean, he has a special, in like, my heart too. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, uh, I don't know if you know, that the Twins are actually looking better this season. But some devastating news for them would be uh, Michael Panita, which is uh, one of their pitchers. Um, he actually could be facing uh, problems. What happened? Like, do, you, do you think he'll be uh, fine for this upcoming season after coming off of the Tommy John surgery? Or do you think he's going to be having trouble soon?
1: Um, i mean t- i don't know i mean that is a tough one that's a because Tommy johnson in surgery is um i mean it's pretty big but um i think he could maybe um i mean i'm seeing reports here that uh he did throw on the off the mound for the first time um since his um surgery so i think he could i don't know if unless come back um for beginning of that season but i think he does have a good chance to um maybe help later later on the road
0: definitely do agree i I hope he comes back and i hope he cares as well i hope he has a good season because i mean the twins are a decent team they could make it in the playoffs i mean he could be a piece that could set them over the edge right uh, next up would be the giant ceo apologizing after altercations with his wife i'm pretty sure the giant ceo has recently been in the news a decent amount lately with uh assaulting his wife and you know, the altercations and various stuff. He's been having a lot of wife issues domestic issues. Right. I, I don't right. I don't see any place in any division or sports league, or any league in general, uh, with domestic violence. I mean, I, I do feel like it should be reviewed. Uh, like, for example, uh as not all cases are necessarily. You know, it's innocent until proven guilty. It's it's not guilty until proven innocent. At the same right. time, if there's valid evidence, I mean, action needs to be taken, and they need to be prosecuted, or suspended, or something. They need punishment of some sort.
1: No, I completely agree. Cause like, I completely agree. Like, he doesn't really deserve a place in like as a general manager or whatever for. Any team for any any sport, and no matter what, if he um, is actually guilty of this of, of potentially assaulting his wife and beating her, but um, I mean, like you said, is innocent until proven guilty.
0: And a final MLB topic of the day would be uh, actually, actually besides, of course, all, of all, all the Bryce Harper ones as we know Bryce Harper is. Um, but actually, I don't know if you know this, but Mike Trout, uh, he, of course, everybody's wondering what he's going to do, if he's going to get an extension, or what he, what's going to happen. And the uh, recent statement of him that is that he hasn't even thought about this contract. So do you think he'll end up staying with the Angels, or do you think eventually he'll decide to move on?
1: I mean, I've seen reports of him maybe even um, – maybe end up like siding with uh Bryce Harper in Philadelphia actually where um I mean this was um before um his signing uh worth during thirty million. But um Mike Trout um I don't see him staying with the Angels. He is the best player in the league and he um I feel like he'll eventually want to actually start winning like consistently
0: well, yeah, Also, at the same time, you you never know. I mean, I don't know how his contract is structured or anything, but you got to remember, there's always a possibility of trading. Right. I don't know if you would ever think about that, but I mean, you could probably get a decent amount from Mike Trout if you traded him away. So, I mean, that would be a thing to think of if I was the Angels. I mean, yeah,
1: trading the rebuild mode. Yeah, trading the best player in the league, you can definitely get some valuable pieces and assets.
0: I mean, personally, when it comes to They'll be in draft picks and everything. I, I I'm not a huge fan of draft picks when it comes to Major League Baseball, unless it's like a full-on stud like an Aaron Judge or something. Right. But like, you could definitely get something
1: value. Oh yeah, there's probably some young players you can get that maybe they're already drafted that look good already. I mean, I don't know any. I don't know any specific examples, but there's some. You could definitely get a, a pretty penny for Mike Trout.
0: Uh, as you know, there's been a lot of stuff going on. There's been a lot of, a lot of discussions. The combine was recently. Uh, there's a lot of standouts in the combine. Uh, but first, we will start off with Eagles re-signing, well, getting, well, re-signing, you know, getting an extension uh, with uh, defenseman Brandon Graham and agreeing on a three-year contract extension.
1: Um I mean I like the move cuz Brandon Graham's an amazing defensive lineman but um I don't know I mean I also I don't
0: he is also older if you...
1: he is older yes but I mean I I think it's a great move. I think it's a smart um it's smart to resign him.
0: I mean when it comes to defensive players and stuff in the NFL they are pretty valuable especially coming from Steelers <laughs> um, now, the Giants actually are interested in trading uh, their linebacker, Olivier Vernon. Um, so he, he's on the trade block, according to certain sources. Right. So, and I, I don't know what you would get out of him. I mean, he is a good linebacker. He, he has been on the Giants, though. Been I mean, I think the Giants are going to go – slightly interior mode, I feel like they're looking for the right pieces I, mean, I mean I view I, Vernon as like I don't know, what, what would you give up for him? Third maybe?
1: I'd say third, maybe even a fourth round pick. I mean I, he hasn't done much at all. I mean he doesn't he's a good player, yes. I mean but, he um,
0: potential so I mean, he, he does deserve some credit, but at the same time it has been rough. I mean, especially for the Giants organization. Well, and their quarterback. Let's not. We won't even talk about that. Um, so I believe they can get a third or fourth round pick out but I, I don't feel like
1: he's. Yeah, I mean, he actually did get seven sacks this season and six and a half the season before. So I mean, he could maybe even, if a team's desperate enough, maybe even a second round pick.
0: Yeah, I, I personally I wouldn't do it, but the are. Next up, uh, Johnny Manziel was actually released from a a CFL team, and there are rumors that he will sign with the new football league now, the AAF.
1: Um, I mean, I think this is Johnny absolute last chance to maybe like get NFL exposure, because I mean, he had his chance with the Browns. He did awful. Uh, he had his chance in the um, Canadian Football League. He did not do anything there either. He got benched and then eventually, like I said, cut. More like you said, cut. But um, I think if he can really – if he can get signed by an AAF team and he can really show out and, like, really, like, just show that he, like, can still play and play well, then maybe he could – I don't think he'll ever be a starter for a team, but I think he could maybe earn a role like a backup for some team somewhere.
0: of the physicality of the game and the less rest restrictions on the game. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, the names aren't always there, and I feel like Johnny Manziel would help with you know bringing more of a brand to the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. But at the same time, like I, don't, I still don't know if he'll be able to see these. But the man, I mean, when I watched him play one of the CFL games, the room I saw him throw five or six interceptions in the first half. That, that, that's just – you can't be doing that. That's just horrible.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, that's like a Nathan Peterman stat.
0: I mean, at the same time, this, the AAF currently doesn't have a lot of great quarterbacks. There's like one or two maybe good quarterbacks in the league. So, I definitely think he'll be able to make a career over there.
1: I mean, I mean yeah, he could potentially um be the best – the best quarterback in, in that league, let alone maybe one of the best players, if he can really, um, I mean, if he can really just figure out what he's doing. I mean, he looks he's he's pretty clueless out there when he's on the field. But if he can figure it out, it'd be a great place to rekindle his career. I mean, Alex, Alex Collins was on, actually on the Seahawks for a bit. He, We drafted him. Um, I personally, I like Alex Collins. I think he's a good player. at my fantasy team. He was all right for the rest of the season. Um, I think that he could maybe get a spot on the team. I mean, it's Kareem Hunt, he got another chance. He got on the Browns after, after kicking that woman. So I think he could. I think Alex Collins could also have a chance. to Maybe, um, have another chance on a team. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe a team that I don't know exactly what teams are running back needy, but um. I mean,
0: I, I think Alex Collins is more of a power back person. No, yeah. But at the same, so I mean, he will work with a good system, system running back, you know, running back system where they have multiple running backs. and They have like a split back. That that'd be perfect for him. Uh, because, I mean, let's be honest, the Ravens, they, they're they more of a speed team. They they run a scramble with the quarterback a lot. I mean,
1: I mean, yeah, Lamar Jackson, the yeah, speedster there.
0: How I mean, Collins, to be honest, with you started to get less and less reps throughout the season? especially once. Except that didn't seem him getting caught in the incident, of course, but I, I did see him
1: being traded or something. Right, yeah. Next up, uh, uh, again, Bryce
0: Harper is in, in the news. Um, Bryce Harper recently went on into the, uh, to the head running back Lady Bell to come join him in the <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. I know I have Eagles fans that will be listening to this. At the same time, I really do not think the Eagles are pulling in on going after Le'Veon. But the man wants a giant contract. He wants to be the highest-paid running back in the NFL. Do they really want to spend all that money on a player that has had injury issues over his career? He's had all fulfilled issues over his career. I mean, as a Steelers fan, I know how he is. I mean, the man also is supposed to gain 30-plus pounds in all the offseason.
1: Who knows what. That was,
0: like, a... <laughs> I don't know if it's a good move for them, but we'll, we'll see, I guess. I mean,
1: I, mean, I just – if he going to go to the Eagles, I don't think he – I just – I don't think they have the money to get him even if they wanted to because, I mean, I don't – I mean, they just – like we talked about it earlier, Brandon Graham just got that – got that re-signing. I mean, I don't think that the Eagles can afford him even if they want him. I think that if anything, Le'Veon Bell would go to the Jets. I'm hearing that the Jets are really interested in him, or if they don't get him, they'd get Kevin Coleman.
0: Well, at the same time, uh, Le'Veon Bell is wanting the money, as I'm as saying, he's wants the money of like a superstar running back, and he also wants the money of a third, second or third receiver. So, right. I mean, there's only a few places that have that much cap space. I know the, the Eagles do have cap space, especially after the decision not to franchise tag Nick Foles. So they'll have cap space, but I don't know if it's still enough.
1: Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just, I don't think they even need Leon Bell that much. I mean, they still do, they do still have J.H.I., which is not Leon Bell, but I mean, I think he's definitely serviceable and he, I think he does what he needs to do for the team. So I don't think Le'Veon Bell would be, I don't think he should be one of their targets. I mean, Niners,
0: yeah.
1: And if they don't get Le'Veon Bell, they could maybe even maybe get, be in. Maybe Raiders. Raiders too, but I mean, if the Niners don't get Le'Veon Bell, they might be in talks with another Steeler who happens to be named Antonio Brown.
0: Of course, with the entire Steelers locker room, they need to get their act together. I mean, it's ridiculous having a bunch of issues. I mean, like, it's crazy when you see the the memes on Instagram being like, what would happen if these two players played together? Oh, yeah. Big, big band that has A.B. and has Lady on. I mean, that's just – that upsets me. I think Tony Brown's a wonderful player. I don't know about his personality. Neither do I do with Big Ben. I mean, I don't like, I think Levy on I don't think he has great personality either. I think that there needs to be a new mindset set in the locker room. I feel like there should be less freedom. I think it should be more of a Bill Belichick type one. I mean, right. The players are just running over each other, running over the coaches. And they're just, they're just, they're okay. First of all, uh, another thing that I was going to actually mention was that uh, there are sources saying that the three teams most interested in Antonio Brown, of course, is the Raiders, the, and I believe, uh, let me check, Raiders, Broncos, A, Raiders, Redskins, Titans, Broncos, and there's a couple other teams actually, but I don't want to list them all off. I mean, let's be honest, everybody's interested in Tony Brown.
1: I mean, yeah, Tony Brown, potentially the best receiver in the league.
0: I mean, I could see him going to even. Also, another team would be
1: Cardinals, but. More teams? I, the Cardinals. Cardinals. I mean, do you know anything about Patrick Peterson? Does he still want to stay in Arizona? Um, I mean, I remember like mid season for this last last season, he was asking about trades, uh, like getting traded, but I think he's, I think he is there to stay. Um, Last, at least last thing, last time I saw, it, he said he was taking back what he was saying.
0: I mean, I think it's the Cardinals, there's not very many pieces that are fantastic to stand out. So I, I don't know what they would like, really have to offer besides some picks or something for And I mean, I wouldn't. Cardinals point of view, I wouldn't offer the number one pick for Antonio Brown. At the same time, if I were the Steelers and I received that offer, I would accept it
1: immediately. Yeah, Cardinals getting – maybe the Steelers getting the number one overall pick. They could get um, Nick Bosa on the team. Nick Bosa. This is Josh Allen. He's good. The linebacker. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Next, the news, uh, Cowboys defensive tackle, uh, of course, David Irving, uh, actually got uh, definitely suspended by the league due to uh, – drugs.
1: Um, Wait, who was the player again?
0: David Irving. The
1: oh, right, right, right. Um, I mean, I – honestly, I liked David Irving. I mean, I hate the Cowboys, hate them. I mean, I um, – I like him as a player, but um, I mean, I don't know. I think he 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 p- he pushed wine too much for um for the downfall's rules, and I guess he, I think he deserves it.
0: Now, I mean, I, personally, I, I don't think he's on the level of a Josh Gordon, but at the same time, I mean, after the Josh Gordon situation, teams and the NFL in general I need mean, to be worried about drug and drug use. I mean, personally, I don't see a problem with, let's be honest, there's a lot of players in the NFL, NBA, and other
1: leagues that probably smoke marijuana. I don't see no, a that. I see more of a problem, personally, with like the hardcore
0: drugs like crack and other things that we've seen players use. I mean, if it comes to that certain circumstance, they need to get help, and the league and the teams need to provide them help,
1: some sort of step up to the plate. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, next, it will be the NFL increasing the salary cap to $188.2 million for 2019. Um, personally, I mean, I think it's going to be similar situation, situations when the NBA raised their salary cap. cap. I think it's going to be um, where there's going to be a lot of dumb contracts that are being like signed just because teams have the extra money they can afford these players that are asking for more money now. I mean, an example of this right now already, Um, former Cowboys receiver Cole Beasley, he's going to be a free agent. He's asking for $25 million guaranteed in his next contract. And personally, Cole Beasley, great solid receiver. I don't think he's anywhere near the top of the league, but he's a good receiver. He's definitely not no, so definitely not worth 25 mil. Not even Especially close.
0: Especially with some of the decent broad receivers in the upcoming draft. There are decent receivers in draft that would – I would – that are possibly uh, potentially all-stars or superstars or pro bowlers, whatever you want to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I do believe it's going to end up becoming more like the NBA where teams spend a lot more. I mean, and contracts are get ridiculous I mean MLB's doing it it's just a trend that's going to happen I mean I hope it doesn't get crazy but at the same time I mean it's fun to watch as long as as long as a superstar team doesn't develop like the Warriors and the NBA I mean, I don't like watching that. that 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 irritates
1: me I hate super teams no it's not fun because you know it's, you know it's going to happen every single year you know that hey this team's going to make it to the finals they're going to win it all it's like it's
0: They don't have like a stack team. The Rams, I believe personally, from under, I believe they tried to go for it more of a stack team, kind of stack team, all teams spending money. This past, not this past year. This year um, and as you can see, they made the Super Bowl. It worked out. But I also respect the Patriots for overcoming that
1: challenge and actually winning the Super Bowl. I mean, and holding the best, the league's best offense, at three points.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, now, moving on to more of the combine. Of I mean, what did you thought about the combine with the amazing talents of the combine, such as BK uh, Metcalf? Uh, sorry if I mispronounce the name. Uh, there's also some stars coming up in the quarterbacks that we should talk about, such as uh, Kyler Murray, who could be the possibly number one of our pick, Haskins. There's just so many ah. outstanding athletes. I mean, there's a amount, crazy amount of power backs that it seems like the surge is going to
1: happen. Right. I mean, personally, I think for that Kyler Murray, um, I do not approve of him being the number one overall pick. I think he's going to turn out like a Colin Kaepernick-esque type of player. Where he's good for the first four or five years of his league, of his career. But then he's sort of like teams just know how to guard him. They know that he'll just run around and he'll just do whatever. And he'll, they'll start putting spies on him, so he won't be able to run. And they'll, um, and then I don't, I think they'll force him to throw, and I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be able to handle that pressure. And um, so I do not think he is worth the number one overall pick. Um, and I think the Cardinals are stupid because I mean, they even have like they have Josh Rosen on the team. He hasn't been, he hasn't looked insanely good, but he's still. Right, and I've heard that they might trade him for the Redskins or something, but I think they're being very very in, impatient with Josh Rosen.
0: Yeah, that's what happens when you throw a rookie quarterback, too. I mean, we see that all the time with a rookie quarterback in the system that they don't know, or you know, in, that in general, that, you don't, that they don't know anything how a league can be, what the can be like. I mean, I mean, you never know what the kids could be. I, mean, I believe that you should let rep- like for example what the Chiefs did, they studied Patrick Mahomes step behind out and then we saw what happened with him. But Matt, personally when it comes to the quarterbacks though, like Kyler Murray, he reminds me, I mean, you probably don't know him, but Pat White from West Virginia, who actually was on the Dolphins for a very brief time. He was six foot one ninety. Uh, he was a small, statured quarterback, he was a scrambling quarterback, he had an arm him, but he just didn't last because he one hit took him out. That that one hit took him out. It's right. Pretty sure it was from Ike Taylor, if I remember correctly. And I mean, personally small stature quarterbacks can succeed if they like, you know, become more stout and more muscular, such as Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, Russell Wilson, I was thinking like the exact same example.
0: But at the same time, if they don't develop that more physique NFL physique, they're gonna get injured. And that that's what worries me the most about problems.
1: Yeah, Kyler Murray will have to be able to to adapt to the NFL game. And if he doesn't – I don't think if he can do it in the first – if he can't do it in the first couple of years, he won't succeed in this league. No, personally, I think the best,
0: like, strong arm quarterback in that draft is going to be Haskins. I have Haskins as my top quarterback, personally. But at the same time, if Kyler Murray gets a statue, and he gets, he gets working, in the gets a weight room, I think
1: he would be the better quarterback. Exactly. We've got to wait. When it comes to
0: the running backs in the draft, I mean, they're all power backs. I mean, if you noticed, I don't know if you noticed or looked it up or anything, but most of their times for the 40 was around 4-4. And, uh, like at the high end, and then like 4-5 range. I mean, they, they weren't like super crazy quick at the same time, like They're also going for, like, 20-some, 30 reps on bench press. Like, they're all – all of them but two, I saw on the post, all of them but two of the running backs in the draft class are 200 pounds, so there's only two that are under 200 pounds. So, there's some big dudes in the draft class for the running backs. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the power backs are going to take over the NFL again. Like Saquon. Saquon's not a power back necessarily, but he's built like a power back. No, oh,
1: he can do everything a um in my opinion he can do everything a power back can do, he can do everything an elusive back can do. He's literally the like like the um like the perfect running back in my opinion. Yeah. I think he'll be
0: that, that's also what these younger kids are what well, younger dudes are starting to do. They're trying to build up their self their body up like Saquon. So mm-hmm. more running backs that are built like Saquon. more... In my opinion, there's a lot more power backs, of course, because when you mention the gap runners, I mean, there's always going to be loose to backs, but the like power backs are going to slowly come back. Um, yeah, power backs may be coming back. Next, of course, would be the wide receiver that everyone is talking about, that the Browns actually posted a post about on their Instagram, uh, because uh, they must be in love with the man, Uh, DK Medcliffe. The wide receiver from old mess. I mean the man, Ryan he he's quick, he's versatile, he's just overall insane. I mean if you saw some of his uh, combine things
1: he's a monster. No, yeah, this guy's insane. He's completely jacked. He his his forty is a four point three three, which is Ties him for third in for all wide receivers. Um, I mean, he's he looks like he should be a linebacker or a running back or something. I mean,
0: I think I don't know if I would have him at number one because he's I don't know, he could be overhyped. But at the same time, he is either number one or number two in the wide receiver draft class. I mean, the man is ridiculous. He showed
1: that he's ridiculous, that he's a
0: ridiculous athlete. I mean no, this guy's insane.
1: I... And I'm excited to see him.
0: So it's that personally. I think
1: when it comes to the
0: combine, upcoming rookies and the upcoming draft, I mean, defensive ends crazy. A lot of strong safeties and DBs and that sort of things. They're all quick. They're running four threes and under. I mean,
1: like. I mean, yeah, there was a strong there was a safety that ran a four point two nine, Zedric or Zedric Woods from Ole Miss as well.
0: I mean, that's that's utterly ridiculous and impressive for a defensive back. I mean, you know, there are, there have been some quick defensive backs. That, that's crazy. Um, I think the draft class is more centered around defense this year. Uh, I feel like we'll see a lot of studs on the defensive side of the ball.
1: And, right. I mean, personally, this draft class is stacked
0: when it comes to certain players, especially athleticism. These kids are—they've been eating Wheaties or something. Yeah, I don't
1: know, man. Yeah. This is. I think this is going to be one of the most exciting drafts we've had in a while.
0: I do agree. Well, before we end this uh, podcast, off, uh, first of all, I need to put a shout out there for uh, my man Pat McAfee. I don't know if you remember him. He was a for the Colts for years. He was right. a young age. Uh, he was a, a funny man follow also right now currently kind of get the job for Monday Night Football to replace Jason Witten. And I don't know if you've seen the game that he called, that was like 37 and nothing in game. But that man is hilarious, and
1: I think he deserves the spot of Monday Night Football. Oh, I I mean, He's definitely better than Jason Witten. Jason Witten was not a good announcer at all. So.
0: He's personally, I for the most recent, he's hired people. Uh, Tony Runnall is best. But I feel like. Matt is going to bring a different vibe. The only thing I feel like the NFL worries about is that his, he does have profanity. The So i back on that. But at the same time, it'll make the game is a lot more interesting than Jason Witten.
1: Oh, for sure. It'll be nice to...
0: Which, as you know, Jason, I'm just going to do a quick mention of this. Jason Witten coming back for next season. He's coming out of retirement. Which, yeah. he's trying to make the playoff push. So, I mean, like, even though they're not going to, let's be honest.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I think Jason Witten's only there strictly for his um veteran presence, just to like, I mean, I think he's gonna be there starting tight end because like he's Jason Witten, but like I do think that he's only there like to almost be a mentor in a way. But I've also heard that the Cowboys are also looking to bring back potentially bring back DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, DeMarcus Ware would be a good thing to bring back for any team. The man is a crazy ass. Pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. He's all around superstar at the position, and
0: I think I, I love him on the Steelers personally. But, but I mean, Jason Witten, I wish him the best of luck coming out of retirement. But they're not going to win nothing. They ain't going to win anything. So, I mean, but at least mm-hmm. he gave Pat McAfee an opportunity to take this job. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well. Uh, That will wrap things up for After OT Podcast. Thank you for joining, Caleb.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, And have a good night. All right.